My name is Massimo Polidoro and you are listening to the European Skeptics Podcast, the real ESP experience. Listening to the ESP, the European Skeptics Podcast, an independent weekly show in support of European level action within the skeptical movement. The ESP is run by individuals representing different skeptical groups from across the continent. This is episode number 140, and I am your host, Yelena Levin, and joining me today is my co-host Andrus Pinter. Всем привет! Сиасток! Бочанат, сия! No Pontus today. No Pontus we, today. We either, we either know Andrish or no Pontus, or no me company. It's, you know, we're rotating. The oh, main yeah. Thing, the main thing is that the episodes are out and the interviews are made and news are reported on. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. And just to confuse you, dear listeners, uh, we um, decided to, to do a bit of a rotation in the introduction as well. So uh, just to confuse the listeners... <laughs> Um, that's pretty good. Ah, it's all right. It's not very confusing. Yeah, it's not. And we have a very exciting announcement to make as well uh, to this wonderful episode of ours to do with QED. Drum roll. <laughs> Andres, do you want to do the honors? Oh, yeah. Why don't we just get it get, get it over and done with uh, before the interview that we had with Massimo Polidoro this week? Uh, because Chica Fest is another great, amazing event uh, that has just ended um not too long ago and uh we we wanted to have him on the show uh to talk about this and um and and let us know how it went and it went brilliantly it went really yes, well they really have done extraordinarily well the pop very popular event and he'll tell us all about it yeah so we congratulate everyone who was involved in organizing and running this event it really seemed great based on uh, the reportings and and what you will hear uh, from massimo as well yes. but qed is coming up and it's been recently announced that we will be on the podcast track of QED 2018 with a live recording of the ESP. How freaking exciting this is. Especially for you, right? Well, for you and Pontus. Well, I unfortunately, I won't be able to attend, but you, Pontus, and a couple of guests co-hosts will be participating and do you want to say who they are yes we have booked uh, two of uh, those guys who are whom our listeners must be very familiar with one of them is claire klingenberg who has joined us a couple of times on the esp and the other person is brian ego eggman um who's been really supportive when we needed an extra host <laughs> in the past they will both be joining us for that recording yeah excellent replacement two people instead of one so you listeners are are in for a treat yeah well let me just correct you it's not going to be a replacement because you're irreplaceable oh well thank you very much (laughs) so we're gonna have two guest hosts on the show 
but it's not going to be a replacement. I'm sure you'll do great, guys, and uh, it's such a wonderful opportunity. Uh, so you just have fun, enjoy yourself. Mm. You, you, and and the listeners, of course. <laughs> yeah, I, I just feel a little bit bad about Pontus not being here to, for this announcement, but he will definitely be there for the recording. The yeah, big thing. he'll be there. <laughs> yeah, for the thing that matters, he'll be there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he's busy uh, running uh, VOF, the Swedish skeptical organization. Yeah. True. All right, so shall we crack on with this uh, interview? Yeah, let's jump right in. Okay. On every other episode, we usually interview someone who's interesting from a skeptical point of view, either by representing an organization of a certain European country or a project or event stretching across borders. This time, we have here with us the Italian psychologist, writer, and skeptical investigator Massimo Polidoro. We have already had Massimo on our show before, uh, several times actually. He is back to talk to us about the latest news from Cheekup and Cheekup Fest, uh, and hopefully much more. Massimo, welcome back to the show. Hi, it's, been, it's great to be here again. And nice to have you again, Massimo. My pleasure. Well, first of all, I felt so terrible especially after having read your the interview that that susan gerbic did with you uh, <laughs> and you guys even mentioned me by name of course that i was looking forward to going there and it was really like that but then i had to work uh so but i'm i'm pretty sure that my amount of work was nothing compared to the, the <laughs> jobs you guys did at cheek up fest tell us how did it go well, it went uh, actually beyond what we expected. We were, you know, we have always been doing uh, conventions, let's say. Yeah. Uh, and last year you were here in Italy. Yeah. And you remember that we were uh, doing a, something different, sort of a festival, which was a big event, a big series of events into a theater, uh, like an Italian theater with all the... The, the, the high ceilings and uh, all seatings yeah. uh, until the top. It was lovely. Another, yeah, it's lovely. <laughs> and uh, the opera, like a opera theater. Uh, and then other events into another um, venue. But this time uh, we thought uh, to try something bigger, like a science festival, actually. Festivals, for some reason, here are very popular and they are about everything and from literature to philosophy to psychology to communication to food uh, anything you can think of there are festivals that last a weekend and so the, often there are many during the same weekend because the, the seasons where they concentrate usually are uh, the warmer ones uh, so we decided to try uh, to do one ourselves, a festival on science and, and curiosity. Uh, we called it Chica Fest, like the one last year in which we were in, Andres. Mm -hmm. And so we organized it in a way that could allow a lot of people to participate in different kinds of events. So there were um, talks, panels, uh, theater shows, kids' labs, workshops, exhibitions, and so on. And there were over 200 of such events. Oh my God. During three days. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. And uh, as I said, it went beyond what we expected because we counted 12,000 participants during those three That's days. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yes, <laughs> we were quite happy, of course, but still it was a lot, a lot of work. I did read the the news communication on Chickup's uh, website yeah. about the 12,000 participants, Yes, but then it, it wasn't a mistake. So it was really 12,000 people. Yeah, well, you, you can, you know, 12,000 in attendance means that maybe the same person saw a, a workshop in the afternoon and maybe in the evening went to the theater. So how did you count them? Uh, they were registered every every person that entered or exited a single event. It was registered. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, <laughs> quite a job <laughs> just to do that. You know, we had over 100 volunteers oh, uh, yeah. with, with all the, the orange t-shirt to recognize yeah, that. Yeah, you, you need as much help as you can get with this kind of size. Yeah, wow. absolutely. And did you recruit these uh, people from inside Chikap, from all across the country, or or mostly local people were involved? The majority came from uh, Chikap, which is uh, from the region, but also from other local groups, uh, because we needed people with, um, with uh, experience and uh, knowing what they were dealing with. But also we um, involved for the first time volunteers that came, like students from the university, for example. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's uh, a good idea. So, yeah, yeah, so they could just, uh, you know, try this experience. And many of them actually then joined our group because they found ah. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. New new members. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a good recruitment program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I wanted to ask, how did you advertise it? Did, did you have like a big uh, marketing campaign beforehand? Yeah, yeah, we did. Okay. We invested a lot in that. Uh, oh, brilliant. Yeah. Both on the, you know, the outside, let's say, uh, communication, which is uh, lots of panels all around the, the, the city and mm -hmm. um, posters and uh, bills. And, uh, but also we had deals with um, local newspapers and uh, magazines and so and national magazines and uh, and so on uh, the magazines of course uh, published articles on it but uh, the newspaper the local newspaper had uh, every day for uh, for a week and in and in the weeks before actually pages devoted to the event so um, you know okay. nobody mm -hmm. could say that they didn't know about this <laughs> it really does sound like you did your homework well yeah in terms of marketing yeah <laughs> as i said it was important that those who were interested knew about this yeah i yeah. don't think you've had the time yet to analyze the data on the registered people but do you know who they were or if most of them were students or or what the age range was or that that kind of information is it available already not yet not yet we're also mm -hmm. having a, going to distribute actually tomorrow a questionnaire mm -hmm. to all the participants mm -hmm. uh, where we try to get this kind of information ah, okay uh, but from what I could see, uh, there were uh, all, all kinds of ages. Uh, yeah, lots of students, but not the majority. Not the majority. Yeah. Okay. No. It's a bit surprising in a in a, a, mm. a city where the university is such an integral part of the city's well, life, right? And also, also we were we were right in the university for many of the events. So, but okay. the, pr the fact is that uh, university courses only start in October. And uh, many, 
many students were not in town because uh, you know uh, right, yeah, yeah often they come from uh, from outside i i saw a, a photo i think it was published on facebook or something where uh, you guys were sitting in the anatomy uh, theater oh yeah oh that was that was amazing <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah. Can you imagine? This is one of the oldest universities, uh, the one in Padua, and they also have uh, Galileo's uh, desk from where yeah. he taught. Wow. <laughs> and the, that's, the, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah the anatomical theater is is uh, fantastic, one of a kind. It's really a fantastic place. You know where they actually uh, did dissections of bodies for students, medical students, and. Uh, and it's interesting to to visit even one of those because yeah. uh, they were built in such a way that if you fainted, <laughs> nobody would notice. Huh. <laughs> I can imagine a lot a lot of people did. Right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah, and then the rows behind one another they are um, organized in a very steep way, like like it's 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 very steeply um, going up uh, row by row. Yeah. Was it among the first? universities that actually performed those anatomical yeah dissections yeah yeah um yeah, yeah could very well be uh, i remember that in uh, in pavia also there was a university doing it uh, until after uh, leonardo uh, dissections were performed mm-hmm. without trouble but then it became um, yeah. a problem yeah and so they were uh, prohibited and leonardo himself yeah, yeah. was uh, prohibited to but I did it anyway, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm pretty sure that there have been a lot of things discussed regarding the the, the history of science and mm-hmm. and the the great minds that have walked on the streets of Padua in in the last couple of centuries. Yeah. But um, tell us something about the, the the different topics that you covered, because I'm pretty sure that it was not only. Yeah. Chica Fest last year was 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 something like that. That it wasn't only about skeptical topics. It was it was a bit of a a science festivity as well. But mm-hmm. yeah, I would assume that this this Chica Fest was even more to that. Yes, the general title was science, uh, truth and lies in everyday life. Mm. Yeah, and so we had uh, all kinds of uh, topics on on the subject. For example. Uh, session on the limits and opportunities of science. What do you need? Facts or opinions in order to establish a scientific fact? Oh, good. Uh, the evolutionary <laughs> reasons uh, for uh, belief, the, the, the delicate balance between science and communication. Then you had a, another session about fake news, of course, which is the course, big yeah. topic today. Uh, there was another one about, um, as I said, uh, everyday life uh, uh, deceptions, for example, uh, why the tomatoes from the supermarket uh, taste of nothing, or um, why the the marketing for cosmetic products uh, usually has many very uh, scientific sounding words that don't mean a thing and uh, and have very different explanations <laughs> and so on. So uh, it was fun to to see so many different topics that can be approached. With a with a skeptical mind and uh, and that really touch everyday life of everyone. I need to Google now why tomatoes smell of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I read that um, 
it was a, a really good uh, partnership that you had with uh, the University of uh, Padova and and the city of Padova. Yeah. So uh, what was their involvement in the whole thing? So you did mention the venues were mostly at the university and stuff, but um, was it like equally distributed, the, the workload, or, or how should we imagine that? Well, you know, we had a great uh, um, help from the university because all of these places usually usually cost a lot of money if you want to rent them. Oh yeah, yeah. And so they they gave them they gave those those rooms those places even the um, botanical garden which is uh, probably they say the oldest in Europe. Uh, as a yeah. as a as a venue where we held a lot of lectures and workshops for kids and so on, and so those were fantastic places. And, and the same did the, um, the city, the town. Mm, they gave us uh, they gave us venues, but they gave us also help in advertising the event. Uh, and uh, so we we could not have done it, of course, without this kind of help. Mm. Uh, were there any things like uh, visiting Il Santo? <laughs> Well, if, for those who don't know, uh, Padua is very famous for um, for the cathedral devoted to Saint uh, Anthony, which is called just the Saint, Il Santo, mm -hmm. huh? uh, as if there were no, no, no other saints, the Saint, <laughs> <laughs> right? And 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 it draws, you know huge huge amounts of, of pilgrims and tourists and it was very difficult for us even months and months ahead to find rooms in the hotels for our guests and uh, and speakers so, uh, so we had to, to distribute them through many hotels not in one single place uh, because they were already booked for for pilgrims wow. and you <laughs> walk the streets and they were crowded all right what what's so special about this particular saint That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good he was question. a real talker. Yeah. <laughs> well, they love him for some reason. They love him, and um, you know, there's some relics into the the cathedral. But I'm, I'm sure it's not for the for the relics uh, that they go. Uh, they they have a, a massive and a very ornated reliquary for his tongue. Oh yes, for his That's... for his for his tongue. For his tongue. Yeah, the tongue. Because he was the great okay. orator. So mm -hmm. like, okay. yeah, yeah, this, this, this was his magic. Yes, yes. <laughs> I hope nobody's kissing that tongue. Oh, it's disgusting. Well, no, know. but the, the amount of touching when when it comes to the tomb, yeah, uh, it's mm -hmm. unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, any ghost tours, like um, a ghost tour following the footsteps of Galileo Galilei, or no, any kind of. A ghost tour, but we had a walk on the footsteps of Galileo, uh, which was uh, you know, where where, oh. where he lived, uh, where he <laughs> where he studied, where he did his experiments, where he where he taught to the his students. Uh, yeah, we had that, and also on the the science of uh, of Padua, because uh, from the medical point of view, it's also uh, a place that has a long history. So it was a, a science walk. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's the kind of walk I can sign up for. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what was the involvement of the city itself? Well, as I said, the city itself helped us in um, in, in giving us venues, like a, a very fantastic theater, uh, which is very similar to the one in, in Cesena that you saw, an opera house theater, 
uh, with the 800 seats that which were filled uh, to the brim <laughs> uh, for <laughs> for the two nights that we had one evening was a uh, classical magical evening with magicians uh, we always have <laughs> and the second one was with the Piero Angela which you which you saw last year is uh, is considered like a uh, a national treasure here in Italy mm. And he had a talk with um, Samantha Cristoforetti, which is an astronaut, the first female astronaut from Italy. Oh, uh, yeah. Who spent like 200 days on the space station. So she, she came to tell her story. And, uh, and of course, Piero Angela was uh, involved at the time of the Apollo missions. In, um, he was following them in the United States. So he had many stories about that as well. And when that happened... He was already a science communicator, wasn't he? Of course, of course, he was already a science <laughs> communicator in 1968, actually, it started. Yeah, wow. Yeah. He's amazing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and how is he? How is he? Oh, he's great. He's, he has the same age as Randy. Yeah. And uh, he, has a, he still has a, a weekly TV show, which has, this season has just finished. And it's always rating the highest when it goes on. Brilliant. <laughs> so that's why, you know, everybody knows him like a family member. And, uh, is, uh, yeah. So he cannot walk in the streets because he's stopped constantly. <laughs> but he, yeah, I, I clearly remember from last year <laughs> when there was James Randi, whom we consider the, the greatest star of, of skepticism. There were you, whom we, we also almost equally consider a great guy of skepticism. And there was Piero Angela, and no one really cared about the two of you <laughs> with Randi. <laughs> because everyone, even, even young children, were lining up for, for Piero Angela. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, yeah! Yeah. So he's, he's quite a phenomenon. Oh yeah, he's a unique phenomenon. There's nobody else actually in Italy that you can compare, you know, from television or from I don't know other venues. But um, it seems to me that you guys are doing a really good job in uh, in educating the public and and trying to put the word out there. All right. I don't know how you're feeling at this time because. It must have been a hell of a lot of work, but is there gonna be another uh, Chick Up Fest next year? Well, hopefully, <laughs> yes. That's what we we think we will do because the the reaction's been so positive, and uh, and both the university and the, and the town, of course, uh, manifested their interest in uh, in replicating the experiment. And uh, so, as soon as we get our strength back. <laughs> <laughs> We'll put our heads to it. Okay, great. Yeah, I wish you all the strength. And I, I, well, I wish thank you. you. <laughs> we need it. And if, if it happens again, I'll try my best to be there. Oh, you gotta, you got to be here, of course. Yeah. You both should be here. Well, or, or even Pontus. So, so all three oh, yeah. of us, really. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, we've talked about Chica Fest, um, but there are... Well, you've you've had a very busy conference season, and um, with many other events that you've attended. What places and events have you been to um, in the past few months, Massimo? You mean personally? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I I constantly go to you know I'm, I'm invited to give lectures or talks or 
and I participate to wherever, whenever I can. Yeah. Um, very soon uh, I'll be at uh, QED, which is uh, coming up very shortly, and I look forward to that. And after that, actually, the day after that, I'm leaving for Las Vegas, where SciCon uh, is taking place, and uh, they're both events that I always uh, enjoy a lot. And uh, so whenever I have a chance, and then, then there are many, many Italian events, which you know, probably are not known abroad, but uh, yeah. are always interesting to see. But it's uh, not only events that you attend or have the tendency to attend, but uh, <laughs> you have been running um, a, a YouTube uh, uh -huh. video series. And so far, as far as I know, it's only in Italian uh, with the title Strana Storia. Is that exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's the reception like? So how... How well is it received? It's well. It's very well received. Actually, there were uh, no. Um, I wouldn't call it a skeptical uh, series. It is actually, but uh, it's not presented as such. It's called strange story, which means strange stories. Yeah. Uh, unusual stories, let's say, and uh, and they are because uh, some are classic mysteries like uh, Bermuda Triangle, like the Loch Ness monster. Others are. Not that classical, but always interesting, like time travel or uh, uh, the psychic powers of some of some uh, psychic or some medium uh, or whatever. They were were received, and uh, you know, I started a few months ago uh, with a, with a weekly cadence, let's say, and because I I thought that you need to give constant presence if you want to to grow an audience, for example. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so I, I started with like a thousand members in, in my channel, which was non-existent. Let's say, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, well, you know, I never used it in such a way. I just put there some videos of lectures or whatever I did on TV. Uh, but then as soon as I started, it, it started to grow and um, it, 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 uh, it reached 7,000, which is still a small number, of course, if you watch uh, many, many channels on YouTube that, that have tens or hundreds of thousands of viewers and I think that the you can have really a, an opportunity here for skeptics mm -hmm. because there is nothing of this sort being done on a constant uh, uh, way there are many excellent uh, channels Richard Wiseman is doing a fantastic job with his with his channel which has millions of views and Richard was at the Chica Fest of course and so I'm mm. I'm happy I was happy to see him again, <laughs> uh, and and I think there is a lot of interest because uh, if you if you look at the statistics, all of the videos about mysteries and uh, and enigmas of the past or, or the paranormal always have very high um, numbers, mm. but they usually are very sloppy, very superficial. They don't go into details. They they are done usually maybe by by kids reading something on uh, on Wikipedia or, or worse, and uh, they haven't done any research. So I think that if you put material that is well-researched, well-written, and also well well shot and presented in a, in a semi-professional professional way, you, you have a, a possibility there. So what I'm trying to do next is um, is do this series in English. I'm working on it, and I... I hope to have something ready for the the next two 
venues where I'm going to talk, which is uh, QED and uh, SciCon. Brilliant. So if, if, oh, that yeah, would be great. If, if you're going to be there. <laughs> but let me get back to, to, to this series for, for a moment. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned it being well-researched, uh, and it really comes through. But it's also very well produced. So the visual part of it and the the kind of arguments that you make for for a certain case, they are really clear and and very well said. So uh, do you work with a with a larger production team in this, or mostly do it yourself? <laughs> thank you, thank you, Andres. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it myself. Uh, oh my god yeah because you know I have no funding to do this and uh, I just need to to do them so I find the time and um, I must find the time among all the other things that I'm doing if I want this thing to start because if you wait you know to have the perfect occasion have uh, uh, the funding and uh, the people who work for you it's never gonna be done yeah so yeah it's it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a bit hard when you have so many things to do, yeah. but uh, in the end, uh, I think uh, you can be happy with the with the results. And uh, if I keep doing it, I'm I'm sure it's gonna be better and better. <laughs> yeah. Wow! Congratulations! That's, that's, that's it's uh, it. I think I think a big congratulations in this. Well, as an you know, I, I, wow. I really think that it's a it's a good opportunity for skeptics, and uh, I think we should all devote more attention to this medium because it's. Uh, it's free and you have the chance to reach a lot of people, especially young people who don't watch yeah. TV, who don't come to lectures, who don't read books. But YouTube, they look at it and uh, they search for these subjects. Yeah, really cool. So, Massimo, you, um, I'm not sure how many listeners will know, but you have written many, many books <laughs> in your life. <laughs> Um, was it was it like past forty now at this point? Uh, I I just counted them and uh, the last one that came out uh, last week actually. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, but I have two more coming up uh, in October and November. <laughs> Bloody hell! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it, that was the forty eighth. Forty eighth. Wow. So, yeah. So we wanted to ask you about the the new books. Hmm. Do, do you want to tell us a little bit about it? If it's not a secret, or it's a bit of a, of a secret. Even we it... had assumed that you 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 had a book coming out, but not that three are coming. So <laughs> <laughs> no, actually there are uh, there's there's one um, the one that just came out was about Houdini. I did a biography of Houdini like eighteen years ago. And then it was uh, out of uh, print for many years, and I was constantly asked, when are you bringing the book back? And uh, during these 18 years, I collected, I, I continued collecting material and, and, uh, and information and meeting experts and collectors and, uh, and so on. So I thought it was about time to uh, update the story and uh, and rewrite it actually because my mm. writing style had changed so much in in eighteen years so I, I oh. could not use the same the same uh, book that I used eighteen years ago. And then the two books that are coming out, you said you said you you can't tell us because it's a secret at the moment. <laughs> it's a bit of a, I wouldn't say a secret because. Okay. Uh, something has already has already spilled out, but um, um, oh. yeah. Well, I but, think I know um, what you mean. You know what I mean. Uh, but um, well, they are about 
two very different subjects again and uh, well one I can tell you of course it's about um, Italy and uh, the many mysterious places that there are around Italy uh, which is like an atlas of uh, right. unusual and mysterious places okay all right well we'll be we'll have to be patient and wait <laughs> what, to see what these books are about <laughs> Yeah, and uh, it, uh, all of them in, in Italian, I'm assuming. Yeah, well, yes, these are written in Italian, and then uh, okay. my agent brings them to the, you know, the, the fest, the, the festival or the um, book fairs where the the rights are sold, and whoever wants them gets them. <laughs> ah, so we have no idea. So uh, not even the Houdini book will be translated into English, or do you know if it if it's it's in the working? I don't know because it it, it just came out uh, last week, and the next book fair probably is London, uh, which is coming up mm-hmm. uh, and uh, in October. So we'll see. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I can see I can see a lot of interest in this. Uh, there'll be a lot of interest in that book. When, he, when it he first came out, it was translated, I think, in a few European countries, uh, mm. like uh, Hungary, I think, because yeah. it was from Hungary and Poland and uh, probably Sweden. I don't know, I remember. And then I did an English version of it, which was uh, concentrated mainly on uh, the friendship between Houdini and Quandor. Uh, we'll see. With this one. You know, there are a couple of your books that I'd really like to see translated into Hungarian. Mm. One of them is uh, the uh, Colosseum one, and the other one is uh, the, the the one on the Vatican secrets. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that would be that would be really great, and it would really <laughs> hit home with me uh, yeah. so, since being so much involved in tourism. Yeah. Okay. And, <laughs> Yeah, it would it would really be, be be great. So, but I'm afraid I'm just gonna have to wait for uh, Hungarian book um, publishers to to recognize that it's it's such a great book and well, it's, I, it's I worth hope translating. They will. <laughs> I hope they will. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I'll probably probably try to contact a couple of them. <laughs> All right. Um, so you seem to be quite busy. Do you have any time of 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 rest in your life so it's i i, because I must you've been busy going to okay good great i'm just worried you know no no i must uh, i must have some some time of rest of course but uh, when you do something that you that you like you, you don't see it as a as a as a job and, and that's not um, a good thing actually because you keep on working and uh, yeah. and you get tired of course so you have to stop, mm-hmm. you have to force yourself to say, okay, this is enough, now let's take our mind out elsewhere. Uh, can people uh, around you keep up with the pace? <laughs> well, they, 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 they try, and I try to slow down <laughs> whenever I can. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if I ask this question um, among the members of Chick Up, and those who were involved in the organization and and the running of Chick Up Fest, uh, what would you, what would they say? Oh, which uh, probably we had <laughs> too much work to do this time. It was very very heavy, uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I recognize mm-hmm. it, and um, as I said, we started thinking about one thing, and then it it grew when you, when we were doing it. So it was. We had to deal with what came out of it, and uh, as I said again, it was a, a very happy uh, experience. 
very mm-hmm. very demanding so we probably have to adjust um, uh, some you know the structure of it maybe because we had many events uh, at the same hour and uh, and so you could not uh, follow more than one yeah what well, we we know that problem from from QED right yeah. when there there are four or five things going on at the same time it's quite annoying and uh for for the participants as well yeah and talking about QED that's going to be where we're going to see again oh uh, yeah absolutely yes i hope to have some good news for you on that occasion as well oh okay okay <laughs> <laughs> Really looking forward to that. It's going to be fun, yes. Great. And uh, I think that's all we want to bother you with uh, at this late hour. Oh, my pleasure. For this week. So thanks very much for coming to join us today. Thank you both. It was a real pleasure as always. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you again. And thanks for organizing these events and writing those amazing books and and just (laughs) keep up the great work. (laughs) Thank you, Andres. Thank you, Jelena. Looking forward to seeing you. Thank you. Thank you both. (laughs) Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Massimo Polidoro, thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. These guys are unbelievable. Right? <laughs> I mean, I don't think Massimo ever sleeps. That's that's I think that's personally what's going on. <laughs> I think now he's he's right in the company of uh, of those people like um Steve Napoleon? Novella, Steve Novella oh, and, and and the like. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> only because Napoleon didn't sleep much either. He only slept like four hours a, w- a day or something. So. Yeah, but then then he went absolutely mental. So yeah, true. and wanted to dominate the whole of Europe. So uh, yeah, <laughs> Steve Novella ranks are much better than Napoleon ranks. Let's let's. No, I don't think so. That's a good good example. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you were saying so. He he's a Steve Novella type person. Yeah, that in that he he doesn't he probably doesn't sleep at all and. Uh, yeah, there are those theories that say that uh, these people are actually not one person each, but, uh, uh, but several people conspiracy. each. Conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Massimo, if, if, you, if you hear about conspiracies about yourself, uh, it, it's been started right here on our show. <laughs> yeah, we, we claim ownership of this. We said it, we said it first. Yeah, yeah, we said it first. <laughs> You heard it here, here, here first. Yeah, yeah, you heard it here first. Uh, all right. So, but we hopefully are not only well known for uh, for spreading misinformation and <laughs> and fake news, uh, but we try to bring you the news uh, episode after episode, and um, we would like your your opinion on how we're doing uh, what you would like, like to hear on the show uh, what your suggestions are regarding topics and uh, and materials so please do get in touch with us yeah yeah get in touch with us if you've got anything interesting or, or not so interesting going on in your country uh, mysterious events <laughs> uh, but uh, you can get in touch with us again via the usual means we've got an email address it's info at the ESP dot eu um the twitter handle uh at espodcast underscore eu uh you can follow us on facebook of course and go to our website which is 
theesp.eu. Uh, you can complete contact form there. And um, I also want to say that if you feel so inclined uh, and you like our show and you'd want to contribute, uh, if you go to our website, you can find the donate button on there as well. And we do appreciate everyone who supports us already. Thank you so much. Thank you. Indeed. All right. And I think this concludes our show. And well, next week, I hope that uh, all three of us will be able to be on air. And uh, when we come back to discuss a couple of news items and the regular segments that we love talking about that much. And thank you very much, Yelena, for joining me to, uh, this week. Yeah. It's been fun. Thanks so much. And uh, until next week. Until next week. <laughs> yes. See you, Stock. Пока, пока. This has been your ESP experience. The show is produced and recorded by the ESP.eu. Join us again next time, but until then, please send your feedback, comments or death threats to info at theesp.eu. We would also love to hear your ideas and suggestions regarding future episodes, as well as news from your country of residence that might interest others across the continent. If you have a local event or organization to promote, please don't hesitate to let us know, as we are more than happy to help. All music in the program was written and performed by Keisha J. Gray and George Schraub and is used with their permission. Please check out our webpage at www.theesp.eu, follow us on Twitter at espodcast underscore eu and like us on Facebook. I don't know how you can believe Aliens are probing people and mutilating cows. 9-11 was an inside job. Homeopathy cleared up my athlete's food. Vaccines cause autism. Not all psychics are con artists. Mine is definitely real. We all have friends and family who believe these things and much more. Well, if you're a rational thinker who is tired of arguing on social media and never getting anywhere, we have a solution for you. Join the Guerrilla Skepticism and Wikipedia team and we will teach you how to add reliable scientific and skeptical information to the world's number one source of information, Wikipedia. We write new articles and improve existing ones. We remove pseudoscience, paranormal and ultimate claims, substituting the actual facts. And we operate in many languages. We've already reached tens of millions of people searching for information, but as you can imagine, we can never do enough. So please join us. All you need is a PC, a Facebook account, and the desire to help educate the planet. In fact, you'll be educating the world while you sleep. Contact us at gsowteam at gmail.com. Guerrilla skepticism. skepticism. The, the time, time is, is now. now. Music by purpleplanet.com.